It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Welcome back to One Story Time. I'm so glad you decided to spend a few minutes with me today. Let me start with a situation you may relate to. Let's say you're running around your house just for fun, and you round the corner into the living room. Your brother has been in there for hours and hours, carefully putting together something big and magnificent with Legos. You run into the table he's working on, bringing his masterpiece crashing to the floor. He looks at you with all the anger in the world, and you say, Sorry, I didn't mean it. Have you ever said those words before? I bet you have. We often do things by mistake that we didn't plan on doing. But let's change the scenario for a moment. You are actually very jealous of your brother's Lego set. He has told you repeatedly to stay away from it. So you've been making plans for hours to somehow ruin his Lego fun. You think to yourself, I'll just run into the table and make it look like it was an accident. But you really meant to do evil. This was no innocent mistake. Well, keep this situation in mind as we dive into another Bible story today. We have already started the story of Joseph and his brothers in another podcast on jealousy. Now we need to continue it so we can learn another important life lesson about God's sovereign rule in our lives. We begin our story in Genesis 37 with Joseph's jealous brothers throwing Joseph into a pit, then selling him to a caravan. They brought Joseph to Egypt where he was sold into slavery to a man named Potiphar. The Lord allowed Joseph to find favor in Potiphar's eyes, which led him to be made head over all the servants. But then things got worse for Joseph again. He was falsely accused by Potiphar's wife and was thrown into prison. So Joseph goes from slavery in Egypt to being a prisoner in Egypt. His brother's evil plans were working, weren't they? Joseph's life was miserable and there was no way he would rule over his brothers like his dream said. But then we get to Genesis 40 and 41. Joseph is given the gift of interpreting dreams. He interprets the dreams of two fellow prisoners, the Pharaoh's cupbearer and the Pharaoh's baker. When the cupbearer is eventually set free from prison, Joseph asks him to put in a good word for him with Pharaoh. But the cupbearer forgot Joseph. Wow, the ups and downs of Joseph's life. Ruling in Potiphar's house, then thrown into prison. Thinking he would be released from prison, then totally forgotten. This is often how life is. You'll be happy about how things are going, then go through a period of suffering and difficulty, then back again into peaceful times. But one thing you need to know as you go through ups and downs, God is the ruler of your life. Joseph had to learn this lesson too. Now back to our story. 
the cupbearer finally remembers Joseph when Pharaoh needed someone to interpret his strange dreams. So Joseph is released from prison to appear before the most powerful ruler of the world at that time. And Joseph perfectly interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. Do you remember the meaning of Pharaoh's dreams? They showed Pharaoh the future, that there would be seven abundant years of great crops in Egypt, followed by seven years of famine. No food would be produced at all. So Joseph advised Pharaoh to find someone who could lead the effort to store food during the seven good years so they could survive the seven bad years. And you probably already know who Pharaoh put in charge. Pharaoh made Joseph his second in command, the second most powerful ruler over all Egypt. Ah, but I misspoke. God is the one who put Joseph second in command over all Egypt. God is the one who is sovereign. That means he is in control and rules over all things. He puts all rulers in place because he is the ultimate ruler. Then we get to some really fun chapters in the book of Genesis. Starting in chapter 42, we read that the famine has now come to the whole world, even to Israel, where Jacob and Joseph's brothers lived. They needed food desperately. So where did they have to go? You know it, Egypt. So Jacob sent Joseph's brothers to buy food in Egypt. Wouldn't you have liked to have seen Joseph's face when his brothers showed up begging him for food? The brothers didn't recognize Joseph at all, probably because he now looked like an Egyptian, dressed like an Egyptian king, and spoke Egyptian instead of Hebrew. Do you know what Joseph did? He pretended not to know them. He spoke roughly to them. He even accused them of being spies. If I were Joseph, I'd be enjoying this moment of revenge. He had his brothers just where he wanted them, at his mercy. But was Joseph thinking about revenge? I don't think so. He was, though, wanting to test his brothers to see if they had changed. Were they the same jealous, scheming, selfish, murderous men? Or were they humble and selfless? So a lot of things happen at this point in the story. Joseph commands his brother to bring back their youngest brother, Benjamin, so they could prove that they weren't spies. The brothers agreed to leave Simeon as a prisoner while they went back to get Benjamin. The brothers returned with the grain, but also with their money. Now they were in real trouble, they thought. Jacob refused to let them go back to Egypt and bring Benjamin back. He didn't want to lose Benjamin like he lost Joseph. But then time passes and they need more food. Jacob had to allow Benjamin to go to Egypt. When the brothers returned, Joseph tests them again in chapter 44. This time, he hid his royal cup in Benjamin's grain bag. Benjamin would be arrested and imprisoned as a spy and a thief. What would the brothers do? Well, Judah, one of the brothers, stepped in to offer his life as a sacrifice. It looks like the brothers had changed. Then we read these verses in Genesis 45, starting in verse 4. So Joseph said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. And they came near. And he said, I am your brother Joseph whom you sold into Egypt. 
And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Wow, did you hear what Joseph said? God sent him to Egypt. It was not the brothers who sent him to Egypt, but God. Now, do you believe this in your own life yet? The brothers thought they ruled over Joseph's life and could get rid of him. Even Joseph could have believed that his brothers ruled over him. But God rules over all. He is sovereign over everyone. That's what you need to believe in your own life. Now we fast forward to the end of the book of Genesis. God used Joseph to save his family, bringing them to Egypt to live. He even had years to spend with his father. Then we read these verses in Genesis 50, starting in verse 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, it may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph saying, your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your fathers. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. Would you be afraid of Joseph's revenge if you were these brothers? When you do something evil to someone else, that person often returns the evil, often gets revenge. But listen carefully to Joseph's response in verse 19. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Do you remember my opening imaginary situation? Joseph's brothers meant to hurt him. It was no mistake. But God also meant to do something bigger and better with Joseph, didn't he? What the brothers meant for evil, God meant for good, to save the lives of other people. God used the real hard suffering in Joseph's life to teach him about his sovereignty, that God alone rules over all things. Joseph's brothers didn't rule Joseph's life, even though they thought they did. And now that Joseph actually did rule over his brothers, he provided for them, he comforted them, he spoke kindly to them when he could have punished them greatly out of revenge. Joseph knew that he wasn't the ultimate ruler of anything or anyone. He also submitted to the ruler of the universe, our sovereign God. 
Well, this is probably the fastest I've ever told this incredible story. Hopefully you get the big point of how God is the ruler of your life in good times and hard times. He uses all those times to teach you more about himself and prepare you for his plan for your life. So next time you are tempted to think that someone else is ruler over you or that you are ruler over yourself, rejoice that God is sovereign and he always provides for all of the needs of his children through abundance and suffering as well. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving, and living out God's Word.